Welcome to Currents, your leading global voice of maternal feminism. As maternal feminists, we are inviting you to join us, using our voices in the public square for the things that deeply matter, our faith, our families, and our maternal identities. The Currents podcast aims to gather women who are deliberate thinkers and women who are prepared to engage as powerful forces for good in our homes, our communities, and our world. We're here with Genevieve Vaughn and Carolina Allen, and we wanted to talk a little bit about the gift economy today. And Genevieve, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about where you see the gift economy being really relevant in in our culture currently. Um, Well, I see it everywhere actually, because I think it's the basis of everything. I think that because we've had a society that has not appreciated mothering for centuries and and women have been sort of excluded and oppressed because they were mothers, uh, we've left mothering out of our concept of the world and out of philosophy and everything. And so uh, really, I think that there's a basic logic of mothering which is unilateral. That is, you give to satisfy the need of the other person, not to get something back. Which So it's, it's not part of the market. It's something that's before the market. And in the market, it's, it's a quid pro quo. You give in order to get back something to satisfy your own need, not the other person's need. You can't do that with babies because they don't understand when they're when they're little that that you're doing that and so they they you have to give to them unilaterally and the mother has to pay attention to what the needs are and uh um that is the model that every child receives when they're little they receive the model of the a unilateral giver who is the mother and, uh, and since babies imitate uh, the mother, they, uh, they absorb this uh, unilateral interaction. And so I believe it's the basis of everything, of language and uh, logic, and that we really um, need to return to that kind of way of doing things based, and understand how it's just everywhere throughout society. I mean, even when you, when you breathe in, that's a gift of air that comes to you. When you breathe out, it's a gift of air that, go, that goes to the trees of, the, of your breath, that goes to the um, um, green plants that use it you know, for carbon dioxide, for, use it for their growth. And so um, it's, Everywhere, our blood goes to goes out from the heart into our cells, and takes nurturance to the cells, and then comes back and gets nurtured by the oxygen that we're breathing. And uh, it's just uh, in and as I said in language, I think that what we're doing is we use word gifts instead of um, material gifts to communicate with each other. Um, anyway, that's more or less why I think that really the gift economy is everywhere, but we have learned not to see it because we've learned to not appreciate that original 
gift-giving model. I love that, Genevieve. I think um, it is so intuitive, you know. I think that when you are a part of that um, economy, <clears throat> as you mother, as you nurture, um, you see it, and it is everywhere. Um, I listen to your... Um, well, to many of your um, videos that are on YouTube and um, at the, your different conferences. And I'm just always so amazed and grateful for your work because you've brought, brought to the forefront something that is so intuitive and natural and people that live in this way totally understand what you're talking about. And it's, it feels so good to hear those words being spoken into the world and, um, and to give, you know, that legitimacy um, to this way of being. And um, what Big Ocean Women, we talk a lot about scarcity versus abundance. And it's exactly what the gift economy is. It's, it's a way of abundance in which you can give. And, um, and it's interesting because I've often thought about this unilateral giving when, you know, you have this newborn infant that's completely 100% helpless and dependent on you. Um, you can see it through lactation, like the more you nurse, the more milk you produce. So yeah. it's not like this. Um, it's like the more love you give, the more filled you are with love. Mm. And, um, and it's true that children, when they are completely dependent on you, they are so for only a time, because then in generations, they give back to you that love. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's just, I feel like this way, um, it's for the markets that are in place now, current economies, I feel like they're very limited in the time slices that they're looking at. Whereas the gift economy and the maternal economy is such a more long-term and therefore more sustainable kind of a way um, because the gifts come back, but it, it's generationally, you know? Um, that yeah. healing takes Everybody place. Gives. Everybody gives. Yes. So it's, it's not very exciting when, which some people give and the other people just take or the other people exchange. Right. Take those gifts and exchange them. Uh, and so they're, they're keeping things for themselves while the other people are giving. That's the way our society works now, you know, because some yes. people give and the other people are taking even profit, you know, is the, is the, a way that people are taking gifts and turning them into uh, capital. That's the way that capitalism works. And yes. they're taking m much more uh, than they actually need. And then that forms this pool of capital and then they do it all over again by reinvesting and so on. But yeah. what we really need is an economy that's based on giving to satisfy everybody's needs. <laughs> right. Instead of having to, uh, exploit or force people to give in order to make the machine turn around and, and that making some people on the top and other people on the bottom. So it's a, an, another kind of social setup that we need. Um, much more like indigenous people have. Yes, had. yes. And I love that you say that it's like a machine. Um, I so, I, I can really visualize that. And I think a lot of people are tired. It's exhausting because you're living, like the only way to feed the machine is to create more scarcity mm -hmm. mindset and scarcity. 
you know, and that's the way that the machine feeds itself, but it's hungry. It's like a beast it, it needs to consume. Whereas this other way it's organic, it's not mechanical, it's intuitive. It's, it's, um, holistic. It's, I always often have said, um, that it's like a tree and it's the roots of the tree. Um, yeah. and I feel like there's this force that's trying to uproot the roots and then implant these mechanical roots and systems of cogs and wheels and things, but it's just not meant for this living tree for humans. And you've talked right. about that, you know, that we're right. biological beings. We had a conference and, and the book came from it too, called the maternal roots of the gift economy. And of course there was the tree and the roots of the tree, and then you'd see the mother in the, in the middle of the roots with the baby. And uh, that is just that kind of an economy, which is not really seen, is, uh, is what we need. It's, it's the answer that we already have to this terrible situation in which, you know, we're living of wars and uh, exploitation, and, and now people are not having jobs, and the economy is crashing and COVID is, is going everywhere. And, and uh, you know, it's just a, a, a phalimentary society at this point with also the environment is degrading in t around us. And really we have to do something. And the thing that we have to do is to go back to the mothering way for everybody yeah. and not, and not try to, uh, to to have these big competitions about who can be richer and who can have the you know the biggest most power and the most money. It's uh, crazy. I think it's really yeah. interesting right now because I am seeing, I am seeing groups of people you know individually and and you know coming together and trying to do this in some ways. We have you know I. I had a friend ask me to join a Facebook group yesterday that's a, a you know, gifting Facebook group where you, you put out there what you need. And if someone can fill that need, you know, we're, we're exchanging and we're, we're trading things that we need that, that will fulfill some of our basic needs. And we see groups in the arts like um, musicians and artists uh, making use of platforms like Patreon where they're saying, listen, as an artist, I depend on you. And, and those people who are passionate about what they do are gifting to them to make their work possible. And I think it's interesting because some of these attempts and some of these new platforms are seen as revolutionary. And yet at the same time, they are rooted in the most basic economy, which is let's fulfill one another's needs. Let's look and see. And we see that happen in our neighborhoods with our, with our communities where, you know, if someone moves into the, into the neighborhood, everyone shows up to help. It's like a barn raising you, you unload the trucks together, you try and fill any needs that they have. And yet there are groups that try to commodify those things, which is, oh, yeah. which is very disheartening. Right, that's true. Well, I think also it's the fact that all these people are, are experimenting with the gift economy idea, but they don't connect it to mothering. And so they don't have that guidance that they would have if they would um, pay attention to the maternal model. 
and right. uh, and so that's how they allow it to get commodified too, because they don't see the difference between exchange and gifting. But well, gifting it seems like a sort of an incomplete exchange, to right? Them. But it's not. It's another whole um, logic of its own. Well, and there's a whole other cultural force that tells women that that when we participate in an economy what we need to do is fit ourselves into the male model. And the male model of economy is rooted in capitalism. Yeah. Instead of looking at how we can contribute to an economy and bring our own natural gifts into it and say, look, I am not willing to fit myself into this male model. And this is what I am going to do. I'm going to give of myself and I'm going to give of my time I'm, I'm going to give of my talents. I'm going to hope that, that it comes back to me because we do know it does come back, right? If, if people are participating in this gift economy in an ethical manner, then everyone's needs are met, right? And that, that's the root problem with capitalism is that capitalism unrestrained lends itself to a lack of ethics. Yeah, and it, it's main main uh, mode is taking, not, you know, not giving, or giving only in order to take. And so, in a gift community, the gifts go around because each one gives to the other, and and uh, like that co creates community. And the word community is community, and muni means gifts in Latin, and so. It's giving gifts together. Yeah. It's the very word community and communication. So that shows, or it's, I mean, it, it is, gives the idea anyway, about the way that we create community is giving gifts together to each other and letting gifts go around. And if you give to somebody, then that person can give to somebody else and that to somebody else. And then eventually, if the gift is, the idea of the gift giving is generalized, then they'll come back to you too. It's just, if you're just giving and everybody else is taking, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. I, love, I love that idea of, or that, that rootedness of that language of communication. I teach writing at my local university. And one of the things I like to tell my students is that when we are engaged in a communication with others, we are not trying to impose our will on them, but we are asking them to engage with us, right? Mm -hmm. to, to engage in a transaction of ideas, of intelligence, of, you know, here, here are the things that I think, what do you think, and how do we together find solutions for this thing, right? And I think that that basic rootedness at the bottom of language has been lost because we've spent so much time focusing on persuasion. How do we impose my ideas on someone else, right? How do I tell them what to think instead of gifting your ideas and gifting your outlook and then receiving someone else's outlook as well? And we're unwilling a lot of times to do that second part. Yeah. Well, that's right. And persuasion is really a way of giving in order to get back. Right. That's another, that's, a, it, I think, it, as I look at the world through the um, glasses of the gift giving and the other glasses of exchange, I can really see often where something that looked okay 
reason. And uh, it really is based on exchange rather than giving. So that, that as you say, persuasion, um, advertising, which makes, you know, makes us, it's communication in order to make us do something, in order to make us buy something. Um, and it, it, if you look at um, where you can, you could put on these two different types of glasses and see the gift where it is and see how exchange uh, transforms it into something else. Right. I think like, for example, like for justice, justice it can be made to be paying back somebody for punish, by punishing them. But there is also the restorative justice that wants to have justice by satisfying everyone's needs. The needs that created the crime as well as the needs of the person that had to undergo the crime. And so that that it's a different paradigm. One is the paradigm of exchange and paying back. And the other is the paradigm of solving problems and satisfying needs. Yeah, I love that. Genevieve, what would you say is um, something that holds us back from more fully entering into this way? Like, um, because in my heart, I feel as though, you know, it's my own, you know, personality and mindset that we don't have to wait for things to happen. We don't have to receive permission to do something that feels right and that is right. Um, in your estimation, like, how do we grow the maternal economy or the gift economy? What, what would you say is like um, something that somebody listening out there that they can do to more fully like enter into this way and, um, and to kind of grow this movement or this paradigm? Well, there are, are lots of people trying to practice it, or at least there's a number of people trying to practice it. Um, even according to these ideas, like the, there's a school in Texas that a, a Montessori school that a woman has done that's trying to do the gift economy, the maternal gift economy uh, ideas, teach the ideas. There's a, there are other people in different areas that are trying to do it, people that try to live it. But I think personally that if you don't have a theory of it, if you don't have a general picture of uh, what it is and where you're going with it and which things are gifts and which things aren't, uh, you, you're not gonna have uh, a clear road ahead because you get mixed up with everything else. And in fact, I think we would have had a, a gift economy long ago if, if we hadn't just misinterpreted gifting as always something else. And uh, um, I mean, it seems to be morality, but they actually gifting is in the maternal way is the basis of morality. It's even before uh, moral judgments because it's the underlying um, schema, the underlying pattern is the other orientation that it, it, that it um, brings with it. And it has to because babies can't give you back anything that for at least little babies can't give you back an equivalent of what you've given them. So they can't really exchange. And so that model has to exist. And so all of the even morality that talks about uh, um, satisfying other people's needs and looking at things from the other person's point of view, all that comes from that first 
model that we have in the beginning, but we've cut ourselves off from that as if it really didn't exist. People, the, through history, we've ignored mothers, just let them keep on doing all that work without any recognition, really. Uh, and, uh, and it has not gotten into academia. It hasn't really, you know, the, the philosophy has not really taken it into account. And that's because women were excluded from academia up until, you know, 100 or 200 years ago. So uh, it's really been the men that have been making up the ideas, but without the experience of that childcare. And it's not that men can't do childcare. It would be very good for them to do mothering too. And some of them do. I mean, now we've seen that happening a lot with uh, men who are who are taking care of children and who uh, want to participate in, in bringing them up. And and it's but it's I think really the taking care of little babies is the important thing because little babies can teach us a lot, you know, about about spontaneous interaction and and. Uh, uh, how to care and so on. So that, um, and, and it's all now, it's recently been studied by the uh, people that do interpersonal neurobiology. And they've, uh, they've studied how uh, the baby's brains uh, work at a little bitty baby's brains work and how they they grow, there's this huge growth of the brain in the first year and, or two um, with, I think it, they said, it's um, 40,000 new neurons every second. Can you imagine? <laughs> what an amazing thing. What's your little one's name? Hi there. Her name is Eve. Hi Eve. Can you say hello? <laughs> I love this because I think it's just it's just such a sign of what we need to do to really institute the maternal economy, the gift economy, because we are so used to, you know, you're you're zooming from your house with your daughter in your lap. And we're so used to being told that we can't do that, right? We can't enter these spaces, have these conversations encumbered by our families. And yet that is basic to, to making real change, right? Mm -hmm. I, work, I work at a university that, you know, really, really puts forth the value of education for women and the importance of the family. And yet it took us until two years ago to have a family study room anywhere on campus. <laughs> and part of that is getting, I think, women who see the value of this maternal gift economy into the places where decisions are made so that they can say, you know, educate others and say, mm -hmm. hey, look, this is, what, this is what's gonna make this space available to women. This is what's going to make this space available to everyone and accessible for everyone. This is the type of, you know, this is the type of thing that's going to bring more people into, into our community, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think education really is at the root of it and, and telling women and showing women how the, va the value of their contributions in so many different ways. I think we've got to educate people. 
Yeah, but I think we also have to both look at the the theory of the gift economy and the theory yeah. of the exchange economy. Right. And see which one we're doing when. Well, because I think we do generalize. Yeah, we do get stuck into that exchange economy where we think we think we're participating in the gift economy, right? And yet we don't realize the ways in which our brains have been trained to see things as solely a, a unit of exchange, right? We, yeah. we've, been, we've been trained I into think, that. I think it's ex- especially damaging for women and young mothers, especially um, to live in this exchange economy because they only see their worth um, in in these external outputs. Right. And it's so, it makes you feel empty. It makes you feel worthless. It makes you feel invisible. It makes mothering so burdensome instead of something that fills you up with purpose and love and joy. But it's like, it's like trying to fit, you know, uh, a round cog in a square, you know, space. Like it's just, it, it's, it doesn't quite fit. And we, it's, it's like a revelation when you understand that the reason why you're feeling this way isn't you, it's the system that you're in. Right. And when you recognize that, that what you have is a gift, your worth is infinite. Um, your love that you have to give is what makes the world go round. And what you do within the walls of your home is of infinite value and purpose. Then it changes everything. It, you know, I look at, it's like, you look at your children with new eyes, you look at your home with a new, you know, rejuvenated spirit, you know, and you look at your relationships um, as the true gems, you know, that, that really are instead of things that are holding you back from becoming this other thing, or you, it's almost like you feel ashamed, like the world's stares, makes you feel ashamed instead of you standing up even taller to say, look at what I have, look at what I'm doing, you know? And I think that that's what's missing. And when you understand the philosophy and when you understand, when you understand the theory, like you said, Genevieve, it changes everything. It's it so really empowering. Changes everything. It does. It is so empowering. Yeah. And we need to diminish the importance of the exchange economy, you know, because it is really causing harm, enormous harm, both, uh, creating poverty for millions by ripping off millions of people, both in the United States and elsewhere, in in between countries, and ruining the environment. What have we done to them, taken all the gifts of Mother Earth and just uh, used them and thrown them away and polluted them? And uh, um, it's like an attack on, on the Earth that we've done through our economy, our exchange-based economy. So it's a way of, you know, not respecting mother earth, just like we don't respect human mothers. And, uh, and we have to change that whole uh, viewpoint, let's say, and, and put, and because, you know, little boys practice the gift economy with their mothers too, when they're little. You know, that is how they're grown up. It's that we've gotten the wrong idea of what our economy should be. And and then we've pushed men more into that economy and made people compete and uh, try to be at once with the power over each other. It's just a wrong system, a wrong 
logic or, you know, a way of wrong philosophy, a way of looking at things. And we don't have to do that. We can Mm -hmm. go back to this mothering way and uh, the gift economy way. It it may take a while, but if we can tell the difference (laughs) and try to work on the gift side instead of on the exchange side and try to pull one down and put the other up more, um, we can do it. And we have to, because we can't, we can't destroy the planet like we've done. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't live in a planet that can't give its gifts to people. Well, when, we're, when we are so focused on the exchange economy, it just, it leads so much into rampant um, consumerism where we, we see everything around us, like you said, Carolina, with an eye of scarcity. And our focus is on how much more can I get instead of looking at our world with this eye of abundance and saying, well, what else can I give? Because I know I have enough and I know I am enough. And I think that's a little bit the mental shift that we have to make when we are constantly trying to fit ourselves into this system that doesn't work for us as mothers, as women. We constantly feel like we are not enough. We have not achieved enough, we haven't um, accumulated enough, we are not, you know, fitting those, those paradigms of success that the world tells us we have to fit. And I think it's been really interesting with all of the coronavirus stay at home orders and, and having to refocus our attention on the home and on the family, because I have definitely seen a change within my own home. I have for almost adult children who are now all back at home because their universities are all online, their jobs were canceled there. So we are all together and learning to give to one another and work with each other and, and really seeing that gift economy at work in our home. And I think this, this focus on, on our homes at this time, I think it has had, you know, everyone, everyone focuses on, you know, this, this has been such a stressful situation. And yet for me, it has had unexpected and really, really beautiful side effects. Well, you're lucky because there are, you know, situations in homes where, where women have been uh, subjected to violence and stuff because people can't. So, yeah, I, I, I count myself as very lucky in this situation. So One thing I wanted to say is, you know, wearing masks is really a gift because you say you uh, save the other person. It's not it's really an other oriented thing because it doesn't save you altogether. It maybe helps a little bit, but the really the person that it helps is the other one that doesn't have to breathe your germs and uh, and people don't want to wear masks but they don't realize that it's really this other orientation that they're refusing, not the, uh, you know, not they're, they're into themselves and not into helping the other, yeah. which is a gift way. So if we want to leave women with something concrete, some sort of action that they could take or some way to get involved, how do we tell them to get more involved or to start changing their outlook towards this maternal gift economy? Well, they have to sort of think it through, read things, um, try to talk through, talk about it with other people. I, don't, I, I really think, you know, I, I've met a lot of people who are trying to do it, like I said, and there are groups that do 
gifting, like you're talking about this online group that you were right. you got involved with, and I mean, there are a lot of those. Um, their their groups are used to be anyway, where people would meet uh, each other and then say, well, you know, I have this if you would like that, and I have this need, and I have this to give, and and that's all that's all great, but if you don't understand it as having been rooted in mothering, then you don't have the bigger perspective that you need to use it for social change. Right. And, um, you know, I so think, that's I just think, my crusade. <laughs> yeah, I love the educational component and I think they can work in tandem together um, that you both, you know, practice what it is that you're learning about. And it is something that's intuitive. We are all born of women, all born of mothers. And um, so it is something that we can do. Um, I think Big Ocean Women, we have a model where we have, we get together and in groups of women where we problem solve together and we go out in the, the community and give of our gifts together. So I think that's a perfect model. And we can also learn, you know, of, of the gift economy from, you know, brilliant revolutionaries like yourself, Genevieve, you know, and you've so freely given that to us that we can learn about it and then put it into practice. But I would actually say too, just three very simple things that anyone can do. That is limit your time with all the advertising um, to consume. If you yeah. limit your time and if you're very specific about how you use your time online and with different machines and that are, you know, trying to really promote this exchange economy, you will have the stillness in your life to really be able to discern between the two. Mm -hmm. um, the second thing is spend as much time with children as possible. And, and that is a gift to you because they are in this way naturally. Yeah. And then as we grow up, it's like, we forget, you know, so if you spend time around children, they get it. And then third, grow a garden and spend as much time in nature as possible because that is where like Genevieve has been saying it's that's where the gifts are freely given yeah. you know the breeze the the wind the earth the leaves the flowers the buzzing bees the animals they live in this way and we can feel in this in the zone in this current yeah. the more we immerse ourselves in it. So even by having a garden where you get to, you know, I'm so glad. And I want you Genevieve to share about this conference coming up, but Vandana Shiva has been so impactful to me because she says the purpose of the seed is to go to seed is to produce. It's so filled with abundance from a tiny little, you know, mm -hmm. something so small. And when you plant that seed, you see the miracle of the gift economy right yeah. before your eyes. And it never, yeah ceases to amaze me. So anytime I tell people just, even if it's a little herb garden, you know, in your kitchen, plant something, you know, oh, and so those three things, um, and you're well on your way. And I think that, but the knowledge of it is the gift that you've given the world, Genevieve. And for that, we're so grateful. Well, thank grateful. you so much. Yeah. I'm so glad you think so. And, and, and it, I think that it can be the beginning of a real change in, perspective and a healing of the way we've been acting as human beings on, the, mm -hmm. on mother earth which has not been great <laughs> at yeah. all so yeah we've really gotten to a terrible point and we need to do something 
really radically different, but we have it all within ourselves already. And there it is with your with your child right there. <laughs> Love it. So hey. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much. Genevieve, um, Carolina mentioned a conference. Would you like to share anything about that with us? Or? Yes, there's a it's a conference that's going to be on the 27th of November, which is the Black Friday, but actually buy nothing day, it's called. Yes, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh, at, it's at, um, uh, it'll be at, I guess, must be at 10 o'clock in the morning. It'll start your time. Okay. And uh, so um, then it'll be about three hours and we have Vandana Shiva and me and Haida Gottner Abendroth, who talks about um, matriarchies, with matriarchies not as a mirror image of patriarchy, but as a society with women's values, mothering values. And um, 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 Mary Condren, who's an Irish, um, well, let's say philosopher, um, and, um, and Sherry Anderson, who is a Native American woman who uh, has written some wonderful books and also believes in the gift economy as a Native American. So that is really a, a beautiful connection that we can make between the indigenous people and women, because yes. we're all we all practice the gift economy as as they did because they had more respect for mothers. Yes. Yeah. I am That's so nice. looking forward to this. I cannot wait. Thank you so much for, for it's online. It's on uh, it, it, it's on zoom and uh, I don't have the, the uh, address right with me, but. Um, you know what I can link, we will link more information to our podcast when we, okay, when we get our podcast. There. Sure. So look okay. at that information, but that sounds fantastic. So. Great. What a wonderful it's... way to spend Black Friday. <laughs> it needs to be a tradition. It really yeah. does because I have to say just I have anxiety every Black Friday over over the things that I've been told I'm supposed to be doing, right? That yeah. that don't that don't jive with my mental image of how things should be, right? We're in the middle of a a weekend celebrating families and thankfulness okay. and there's just this rampant consumerism and and if i think if i think there's one benefit to the to really understanding the maternal economy i think it's that we learn to trust our intuition a little more we mm -hmm. learn to trust our inner voice that says this isn't this isn't the way things should be right yeah, yeah. Well, thank you yeah, for being a, a gift a gift voice yeah <laughs> it really is it the voice is a gift yeah you have been listening to Currents, a podcast by Big Ocean Women. You can find us on the internet at bigoceanwomen.org, on Instagram, and on Facebook. We are each one powerful drop in a big ocean of change. Join us in one of our local chapters, Waves, or Women Achieving Vast Empowerment. Our music is First Rain by Ian Post. Editing and production is by Fifth East Productions. Please join us again next week for in-depth discussion about interesting ideas and about people who are trying to make a difference in their communities.